cosmic slug. Hello, everybody out there. It's me, Dan, and it's just me. And you're here listening to yet again another episode of the Cosmic Slap with just me, Dan, your host. I'm letting you into this podcast home, and I'm offering you somewhere nice to sit down and have a nice meal while while you listen to this whatever I decide. You know, it's the end of the year. I'm recording this podcast on... Uh, January, January, December 31st, 2020. It's almost January. Getting a little excited for 2021, I suppose. Uh, a lot of people are waiting to, to slip out of this bizarre year and slide into the next one and keeping their fingers crossed that it's not as redonkulous as this past year has been. But to be completely frank, it feels as though we're careening toward a stampede. It's like we're all in our cars and we're driving head-on into other cars that are driving head-on into us. You know what? It's just Mad Max. That's what this is. We're, we're slowly heading into Mad Max times. Slowly but surely. But on that note, we are going to talk about the fact that there is a website called twinstrangers.net and it's where you can find your, your doppelganger, your your other person, your evil twin, whoever, they may live in this country. They may live in a completely different country. They may live under the ground. They may live up in the air in a hot air balloon. There's only one way to find out, though. It's going to this twinstrangers.net. I just heard about this place, and I think that it's fascinating that it exists. And it says that their current total of people who have used it is almost 8 million, which is another thing that I find hard to believe. It's hard to tell if this is a legitimate uh, website to be able to actually find your doppelganger or if this is something else. But then that also obviously leads the, to the questions of, is the, if there is someone who looks directly like me, what's up with that? What's the deal with that? What are the odds of that? The coincidences are, are interesting. Your mind can just spiral off into so many different areas if you choose to think about it. I just thought that was something funny. I just wanted to talk about it really quick. Just interesting that you can even have the availability to be able to to do that but you know it is 2021 at this point because this podcast will be out on the future because it's the past right now <laughs> uh but yeah you know just lots of things going on as we set our sights towards the horizon that is the future um like I always say, keep yourself grounded, love yourself, do the best you can to send out positivity into yourself so then it could send it back out into the world very easily. It's be the way to be. But, you know, I thought that since it's just me again on this episode and uh, didn't meet, you know, didn't meet, didn't meet up with the guys last week to be able to, to, to do a podcast for Christmas here, um, I thought, you know, doing something just for the New Year's would be good. Taking a little bit of time off was nice, but trying to keep up with keeping on with all this stuff. But keeping all that in mind, I figured that I, I since it was just me, I would just do a, a silly little short episode that is kind of quirky, a little little wonky, kind of like the last one, except I have a little bit more. I have more of a, a guided uh, approach to this particular podcast. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I found this article on The Guardian. Oh yeah, TheGuardian.com. 
uh, and this article came out uh, on October 27th, 2017 at 657 EDT. I'm not sure what EDT time zone that is. It might be somewhere in Europe. If it's somewhere in the United States, then I'm I'm very misinformed. But anyway, this article was written by a one Martin Bellum, and it is called J.K. Rowling Doesn't Exist, Conspira- Conspiracy Theories the Internet Can't Resist. Man, he had, to, he had to make that title rhyme, didn't he? Exist, resist. I guess if you're existing, you are resisting in some kind of way because we're not completely free. We never have been and we never will be. Welcome. Just kidding. We might be eventually, but not right now, if you know what I mean. J.K. Rowling doesn't exist. Conspiracy theories he's entered the internet can't resist. All right. You can find it. You can look it up. But he says, uh, this is just going through, like, multiple different theories that are a little bit out there, uh, I suppose, but that's just the way it is. (laughs) Okay, let's see what he has to say. The most anticipated release of new files about the assassination of John F. Kennedy have again thrown a spotlight on the conspiracy theories surrounding the U.S. president's death, and the Internet loves nothing more than a conspiracy theory. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we do. They're fun. Here is a selection of controversial claims that the web specially seems to love. Modern flat earth theorists. It is not entirely clear whether there is a new generation of people on the web who really believe that the earth is flat or whether it is being posted as an ironic wind-up, but flat earth theory has been enjoying a renaissance not seen since, well, perhaps the renaissance itself. Maintaining that the world uh, is flat is a lot harder in an era where space exploration has sent back images of the planet and you have to find a way to account for how GPS signals work, but there is still a lot of effort to put into it. Just remember, though, rumors that Flat Earther Society once announced it had its members all around the globe are sure to have been exaggerated. I get it, because they said it's all around the globe. Um, You know, the the Flat Earth theory is a very fascinating one, and a lot of people think that it exists because there's, like, photos of, like, JFK and his, his airplane and whatnot that has the supposed flat earth map as well as other uh, leaders and whatnot. It seems like it's it's a particular thing that they're uh, supposedly trying to hide away from us, but that remains to be seen. It's it's really difficult to tell what is what is truth and what is false, but in regards to flat earth, it's obviously uh, it's, it's a difficult one for a lot of people to wrap their minds around considering we've uh, been given the information that we live on a globe and that we've been in outer space and that we've been on the moon and all these different things based off of pictures and short clip videos and stuff like that. But uh, at the end of the day, we don't know with anything uh, what, what, as to what we're being fed is a truth or a lie. So it's always good to just keep an open mind about everything and to to know that these theories are out there and that there's, there's these different kinds of things. Part of the reason why I wanted to you know read through this sort of article, see what different kind of conspiracies would come up here, and then also like lay a little bit of a, a you know, a foundation of, you know, keep your mind open to this stuff. You don't have to believe in it. It's it's doesn't mean that you you don't have to like look into it and check it out and have conversations about it with your friends, like cuz it's still uh worth hearing what people may have to say about it and what they think instead of just being like you're ridiculous, shut up. I don't want to talk to you about this. There's no way that can be the case. I think having an open mind uh in an open dialogue leads to growth in so many different ways and even for these these kinds of out there sort of theories um so yeah that's that's what i have to say about that and with all these other you know just 
conspiracies in general. It's just always good to, to have an open mind be like, that's wild. I wonder if that's true or not. Who really knows? But then again, it's like we're living in this reality that's like, that's wild. I wonder if it's true or not because we, we don't know. We just get up and do what we do because everyone else is doing the same thing, doing it, doing it, doing it. Um, the Beatles, this is the next one, the Beatles, as you know them, never existed. And then... I love that it immediately starts this one with never mind just arguing that Paul is dead, which is like another conspiracy. It just goes straight to none of the the Beatles have ever existed. So it says, never mind just arguing that Paul is dead. A phenomenally detailed website, almost a work of art in itself, argues that while we have all seen and heard music of the Beatles, they never existed. The argument runs uh, that their output was so prolific and their public image was so omnipresent that the Beatles could only be achieved uh, by every one of the Fab Four having a body double. Scoffing at the concept of style, stylists and male grooming, key evidence includes the changing shape of their eyebrows over the years and the varying height of Paul McCartney. Maybe this is why I brought up TwinStrangers.net at the beginning. No, it's not. That's actually kind of funny. It's just kind of coincidental that it brought up this idea of body doubles. And who knows? Who knows what else is out there? Who knows? And then... Here's another one. These are all just things to, like, I love that it starts off with the, you know, flat earth theorist, and now it just goes into the Beatles don't exist, and the next one here is Finland doesn't exist. <laughs> like, it goes from things that just, like, don't exist and haven't happened, and then it's just, like, this other one that we're just not accepting. It does exist. It has to. Anyway, Finland. Uh, it seems unlikely on the face of it, but if there are people claiming we have all been misled over the existence of the Beatles and the shape of the globe, then vanishing a whole country does not seem too much of a leap. This theory, which seems to have started on Reddit and then spread, argues that what we know as Finland on the map is actually an extra bit of a Baltic Sea that Russia and Japan have been jointly exploiting for fish while telling everybody that there is a country there to keep other boats out oh people who claim to live in finland are the theory runs actually from eastern sweden and have been duped that is a weird one i haven't actually heard this at all before i've heard the the, the first two i've heard the the beatles not existing as well as you know paul being potentially dead and then i've also obviously heard of the flat earth theory but not this particular one it's very that's funny to think about. It's just like the idea that people are just like, we're, we're actually from Sweden, but we made up a whole completely different country to, to, to throw people off. <laughs> uh, the next one, there are no NASA rovers on Mars. Most people are familiar with the conspiracy theory that Apollo 11 never landed on the moon and that the footage was faked, possibly by Stanley Kubrick, who, you know... He directed, uh, what was it, Clockwork Orange and 2001 A Space Odyssey, uh, Eyes Wide Shut. You know, he's done a lot of very, not only out there kind of films, but controversial in some extent. Um, so let's see here. I'm going to back up a second. Most people are familiar with a the conspiracy theory uh, stating that Apollo 11 never landed on the moon and that the footage was faked, possibly by Stanley Kubrick. Um, away from that well-trodden path, NASA is still suspected by some of faking mission footage in the 21st century, including from the Mars rovers. Oh, the other thing that they said about Stanley Kubrick is that they think that he uh, he also helped fake the, the moon landing with Disney, which is f interesting. Um, there are persistent claims that NASA actually has the rovers patrolling a Mars-like landscape on Canada's Devon Island. 
And even those that accept the rovers are on Mars have also at varying times claimed to have spotted things NASA is trying to suppress, such as skeletons, ancient figures, the shadow of someone working to repair the robot, and mysteriously appearing rocks. What is the shadow of someone working to repair the robot? Oh, oh, I'm so silly. To repair, like, the, the, the rovers. Okay, okay, okay. I was going to say, like, that's so specific. Um... Nice. <laughs> I don't. I mean, that's just going into like a smaller detail of a thing that I'm surprised they haven't gone into the the bigger picture Stanley Kubrick thing instead of like going on the rovers on Mars. I'm surprised they're just not being like, did you know that the the moon landing could have potentially been faked? But maybe that's more of a bigger one that has been going on for a while. I'm not sure. But let's get into the one that uh, you know I'm kind of interested in here. Well, well, there's a yeah. This is the reason why I clicked on this article. J.K. Rowling doesn't exist, and I find this to be an interesting one because she is one person who wrote seven books in less than a decade, and they're all like super fleshed out and in so many different languages. I'm trying to think, it's just it's just wild to to think that one person was able to do that in such a short amount of time, especially considering that she has said that the idea kind of just came into her head one day. She was, like, sitting on a train or something, and she's like, all of a sudden, this magical world just started to piece together. It's like, I don't know about that lady. Um, I love that this starts with a quote from Nina Grunfeld. She says, is it possible that a person can write six thick books that are translated into 55 languages and sell more than 250 million copies in less than 10 years? Like I was saying, pretty crazy. You might be aware of the huge entertainment industry that has grown around J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter books and the amazing impact that they've had on people's lives. You may be less aware that some people believe she does not exist, specifically the Norwegian film director Nina Grunfeld. In 2005, she argued that Rowling's story of being inspired to write the Hogwarts adventures while stuck on a delayed train was too good to be true and could not explain how she managed to write so many books in so short a space of time and turn them into the money-spinning empire as we know it. Instead, Grunfeld claimed that, like Carolyn Keene, uh, sorry, like the Carolyn Keene name that fronts the Nancy Drew mysteries, J.K. Rowling is a front for a cottage industry of professionals churning out the series behind the scenes. Wow. It's very possible, you know? This one is very believable. Because so many corporations run a lot of the things that we do. And I think even in general, a lot of the stuff that we see in terms of politicians and, and whatnot, single figures that we see that have lots of money, I, I believe that they're being pulled by a, a greater power above them to, you know, to to lead the world in a certain direction and down a certain path. It's not necessarily just that one individual's contribution. It's like a collective together. Um, getting to to try to guide us into a certain way. So this one is very possible. I mean, they're all potentially possible. But it's the one that I I find pretty fascinating. Um, This one I've heard before, too, and I like. It's 
it's a cool time. It's pretty interesting. John Titor was the screen name of someone posting in internet message groups at the turn of the century, claiming to be from an apocalyptic future where the U.S. had broken up after ten years of civil war and World War III had taken place. He, he was, he said, from 2036 and was coming back in time to get an IBM 5100 computer, which was needed to keep systems running. Tidor specifically gave dates for these events to take place during the early 2000s, placing World War III in 2015 and claiming that the last Olympics took place in 2004. This has not deterred people from still referring to and trying to interpret his prophecies. And he, uh, in particular, outlined one future president who would set out to unite the country but end up dividing it further, undermining the fundamental rights of the U.S. citizens in the process. And it says a time traveler from the future warned us about Donald Trump in 2000. Um, this one's really interesting because it just leads off to so many different things, uh, th- th- so many different theories that are out there about Donald Trump and about his kid. Like, supposedly, uh, there was some guy who wrote a book in the early 1900s. It's like Baron Von Trump's, I don't know, Wild Adventure. It's like something like that. If you look into like Baron Trump book or whatever, you'll be able to find it. And it's basically this guy in the, like the, what is it, the late 1800s, I believe, and then published this in the early uh, 1900s. Um, yeah, it's this book just like detailing this kid who... I think he, he he like either went back in time or went into the future. I don't I don't recall, but it has something to do with like Donald Trump's kid and there's a character named Pence in it and everything. And it's there's a lot of like little coincidences in it that are pretty fascinating. I haven't gone too far into it, but I'm I'm always pretty fascinated about anything that has to do with potential time travel or or anything of the sort. I just love that kind of stuff. Grew up loving Back to the Future when I was like 10 years old. I would watched through all those movies so many times. It was just just a, a rip-roaring good old time. So therefore, time travel will always be a great fun thing for me to explore. The next one is Phantom Time Hypothesis. I have no idea what this is. In 1991, Hurry Burt suggested that much of what we know of the early Middle Ages did not take place. Instead, the German historian argued that Holy Roman Emperor Otto III and Pope Sylvester II, desiring to live in the numerically significant year AD 1000, fabricated a significant chunk of history, 297 years to be precise, with the year AD 614 to 911 not taking place at all. A similar theory uh, associated mostly uh, within uh, the Russian math- mathematician, oh, sorry, with the Russian mathematician uh, Antonelli uh, Fomenko, uh, is known as the New Chronology. This argues that the time span of recorded history is much shorter than usually accepted. Most known historical events, according to Fomenko, uh, including those involving the Roman Empire, ancient Greeks, and the earliest Chinese dynasties actually all took place within the last 1,000 years. This one's interesting because, you know, you always wonder about history and things looking back from, you know, if 50 to 100 years and then beyond. I mean, we, we know what we know for the most part, but then as people die, it's like it's hard to to really encapsulate what happened. 
and there's always the I don't know what the exact quote is, but it's like something to the extent that um, history is written by the winners, something something like that. So we don't really know. We really don't know what happened. We don't know how we got specifically to this point in the way that society has been structured, and we don't know what things that have been taught to us were right or were or wrong. Um, and also, does it matter? <laughs> We have to learn from history in a lot of ways, but it's, 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 it's weird. It's interesting to see the patterns that show up in history in terms of the rise and downfalls of, of cultures. And, uh, I, I think that we might be in the midst of a, a downfall currently, um, within where the world is at, but that doesn't mean we can't get through it because as history has shown us, we've been able to get through a lot, um, so, I guess for me to say that history doesn't matter is a is a little is a little out there because we definitely learn a lot from it. But I think I guess I say that in terms of just like in the grand scheme of everything, like just being you and being who you are and trying to make it one day at a time is really what matters at the end of the day. But if you're very fascinated with history and you're feeling as though you're being gravitated toward that, then by all means continue to research it and look into it and have your best mind about you when when going into that or really into any sort of topic or or thing that excites you yeah um this last one is um another oh it's another similar thing to you know saying the beatles didn't exist or or um paul is dead it's another thing. It says Avril Lavigne, Avril Lavigne, sorry, died and was replaced by a clone named Melissa. Melissa. Mm-hmm. Some sections of the internet cling to the idea that while she was alive, struggling with the pressure of fame at a young age, the Canadian music star began using a body double known as Melissa to carry out public engagements. At some point, the theory goes, the real Avril Lavigne died and her management and record label... Uh, Preserved, uh, what? Persevered with Melissa, uh, assuming the starring role full time. The fact that uh, Levine was once photographed with Melissa, quote Melissa, written on her hand, uh, only added fuel to the fire for some of the conspiracy theorists. Huh, this is interesting. It, and then it shows a uh, uh, Avril Levine. Well, I don't know. This is difficult to tell. This is just a photo. Anybody could have written that on her hand. It says avril-l.org. It's interesting. And then there's like, they're making comparisons in her face and be like, look, her eyebrows are here, her forehead's like that, and her chin, and like, look at her teeth, they're different. Um, this, is a, this is something that is like constantly kind of like, mocked or not wanted to talk about the idea of like there being clones or whatever but if you ever look into the the different like celebrities that have mentioned it before it's uh it's interesting not really sure what to make of it <laughs> it's just it's bizarre that there's a, a, a quite a interesting amount of material to look into in regards to that 
that particular theory. I mean, it's like that way with a lot of these different things. You could really go down these wild rabbit holes, and it's always like, is this real or is it not, and does it really matter? But it captivates the mind so much because it makes you wonder if the reality that you're living in is just, like, it's just not legit. <laughs> so, I don't know. Is it? Is it legit? Is it too legit to quit? I don't know. But, you know, there's one more thing here left, but this is like classic jet fuel can't melt steel beams. So I don't need to go into this theory because I feel like most people should probably know about it. It's the it's the one about the World Trade Center and the fuel, the burning point, the planes. We don't know. We should know. There's so many different theories. Is this world real? Is this reality real? What is real? I don't know. Let's check the real and then I just take out my Instagram and just start scrolling through all of the reels of people that are doing things that I can't do or should be doing or whatever. I don't know. Have a happy new year, everybody. 2020 has been one crazy old jacked up jazz of a time, but I appreciate you listening to this podcast. Thanks for just just being here, making through the whole thing. Hopefully you'll stick around for the, the goings-ons in the future here with whatever 2021 chooses to bring, but love yourself, and uh, you'll start loving everyone else around you. Eat the healthy food, try to exercise when you can, and just, you know, work hard and, and, and do what, what matters most. Because life is short, I will always say it. You are love, so be love. Or or fish. You could be a fish. You are fish, so be fish. I'm gonna go, cause I'm losing my marbles. Have a good new year.